0: Florida Ag and Review. For the week of October 31st, Randall Wiseman starts us off with some long-awaited news.
1: We all know that water quality standards have been a major issue in Florida the past couple of years as many agriculture and business groups have voiced their concerns about the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency's efforts to impose stricter standards through the numeric nutrient criteria. But it was announced just this week that EPA has given a preliminary approval to new state rules released last month for comment allowing Florida's Department of Environmental Protection to continue its rewrite of freshwater quality standards. Jim Hanley, executive vice president of the Florida Cattlemen's Association, said they find this as a positive move.
2: Certainly, we have a great working relationship with the DEP and those folks are on the ground here and understand the various basins and various uh, uniqueness of the different parts of the state. So, Certainly, the closer to home these rules can be developed, we believe will be more workable as we all continue to work to protect our environment and our water bodies.
1: EPA's letter to the Secretary of the Florida Department of Environmental Protection notes their preliminary evaluation is that the state's proposed rule is consistent with the requirements of the Clean Water Act, but EPA did caution state officials not to deviate significantly from the draft rules sent to them in October, stating the federal agency will continue to monitor the new rules, but what they have seen so far appears to make sense.
0: And we turn our attention to energy with this report. Well, last week saw the first ever Florida Energy Summit take place in Orlando, and that Commissioner Adam Putnam says he believes it was a very good start to the Ag Department's reign of the Florida Energy Office.
2: I feel great about this first ever Florida Energy Summit. It uh, makes a lot of sense to me that the legislature consolidated the energy programs in one place and I think it says a lot about the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services that they had the faith and, and trust in us to be the new home for the Florida Energy Office. This summit had record attendance, over 500 registrants. It had a good mix of people here from the academic world, from from farmers to entrepreneurs and innovators and inventors, uh all the way up to to nasa and our and our federal partners and so you have this good mix of people who are sharing with each other what's working what's not working across all of the technologies not just any one technology so you have solar and wind and and ocean energy and biomass and biofuels and algae all in one place and there's a lot of crossover information uh, that, that we benefit from by putting all these people in one room for three days.
0: The commissioner says there is a lot of opportunity for agriculture in the biomass area of renewable energy.
2: Some of the most promising projects and the, the projects that are furthest along in development involve agricultural crops or agricultural waste streams. And so this represents potentially... Uh, new revenue opportunities for Florida landowners, either through taking byproducts of food crops or entirely new energy crops on underutilized ag lands that uh, will help the farmer's bottom line.
0: For more details regarding the summit, visit FloridaEnergySummit.com. And we'll wrap up for this week with Everett Greiner. What
3: if you owned a herd of cattle? What if you own a couple of horses, you know, for pleasure riding? Well, it doesn't matter. You're all in the same boat hay is going to cost you a lot more money this year than it did last year. At least six states, including Texas and Oklahoma, have suffered severe drought this year. Now, several other states have had below-normal rainfall. It's possible there may even be a severe shortage of hay this year. We're already into fall when most of the cutting and baling is done. Many barns that are normally stuffed with hay this time of year have little or nothing. Most commercial producers say that They have 75% or less of a normal hay crop. I've read that some horse owners are already considering selling. Some cattle ranches already have. Nobody needs to tell you, if you can find hay, you better buy it now.
0: And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast AgNet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast AgNet's podcast.